0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, we're going to be chatting about Biden's estate tax shocker. So this is a follow-up on a previous podcast I did on the Biden capital gains bombshell, which I'll actually touch upon in this podcast, but I'll also get to focus on the shocker of Getting rid of the step up in basis on death. And we'll talk about a little about how those rules work, what the law is today, what it could mean if President Biden's able to get his tax plan through, what it could potentially mean to an estate tax, and how we can have a double whammy of a no step up in basis and an estate tax. And then some of the workarounds that some people are already thinking about. So it's going to be a fun episode. So let's dive right in it. So President Biden's American Families Plan would raise the capital gains taxes, which we talked about, and that would go from the current rate of approximately 23.8%, which is the maximum tax capital gains rate over approximately 400 or so thousand of taxable income, to a whopping 43.4%. And then up to potentially 53 to 55% if you live in California or New York because of the state taxes on capital gains. So Biden's plan was essentially claw back some benefits Congress gave to slightly less wealthy multimillionaires who have been spared from the estate tax but could face capital gains tax at death. So today, what's the law today? If you die, God forbid, in 2021... Okay, and you have assets, like say Apple stock, family beach house, or or some other house. You won't pay any capital gain tax unless you sell it. So if you bought a house, not your primary residence, but let's say you bought a family beach house for two hundred grand in nineteen ninety six, and now it's worth a million and a half, and you die, there is no tax until you sell it. And if your state is valued at less than $11.7 million, there's no state tax. Okay, so it's essentially there's a tax nothing that occurs on death if your estate is lower than $11.7 million or 23.4 married joint exemptions. Okay, now one thing to keep in mind if you die, you can pass anything you want to your spouse. Okay, the state tax does not apply to death of a spouse when it, the assets pass to another spouse. The exemption doesn't matter. You can have 100 million bucks. If you die, you can leave it to your spouse tax-free. But when your surviving spouse dies, then the estate tax kicks in and you're going to have that $11.7 million exemption. However, you still have the ability to use each taxpayer to use the $11.7 million estate tax exemption. So what President Biden actually wants to do is he wants to get rid of of the step-up in basis on death. So let's take the concept of Apple stock. Let's say you own Apple stock. You've owned it for 30 years. Uh, You have a basis of 100 grand. Now it's worth 2 million bucks, right? And you die today, under today's law, there's no tax. You get a step, your heirs get a step-up in basis to the 2 million bucks. So that $1.9 million of capital gains tax gets eliminated. And when you sell it, your heirs, let's say, sell it for 2.2, million, they're going to pay capital gains tax on the $200,000 above the $2 million basis. So that's called a step-up in basis. Then there's also an estate tax. If your estate is worth less than $11.7 million, you're not going to have any estate tax. Okay, so then essentially your heirs will be able to take those assets tax-free and estate tax-free, which is the way it works today. What President Biden wants to do is he wants to do two things. He wants to increase the capital gains tax rate if you may have more than a million dollars of earnings. And I talked about this on last week's podcast. What is a million dollars of earnings? Is it ordinary income? Is it adjusted gross income, which includes the capital gains, which is probably what is going to occur? Then once you're above that $1 million threshold, you're now going to pay upwards of 43.4% on your capital gains. So let's take that example right now you have Apple stock, you have, let's say $2 million of gains. Okay. You get that $1 million exemption. So now you pay $1 million of capital gains tax. Okay. This is even without selling it right on death, step up in basis at a 43.4% tax. So it's a double whammy under today's law. You die. There's, you get a step up in basis, which you're not going to get now until you pay the tax. And number two, you don't have to pay tax until you sell the asset and the capital gains tax is 23.8%. What Biden wants to do is get is basically get rid of that um, step up in basis, pay the tax, and if you have over a million dollars of gain, 43.4 instead of 23.8. So it's a, it's a monumental tax shocker. So an example, Amy owned assets worth 4 million. So including 3 million of long held stocks, that she bought for a million. So she got $2 million of long-term capital gains. Under existing law, Amy nor her heirs would owe federal income tax on the $2 million, right? So that's her cost basis. She would get a step up in basis for heirs on death, okay? In addition, no state tax because it's less than the $11.7 million exemption. So she's cool. Her heirs got the money tax-free. Everyone's happy, although Amy's dead. Everyone else is happy. But if the law changed as proposed, Amy's final income tax return would show a million dollars of taxable gains because she gets that a million dollars of exemption. Remember, she owned the stock of three million, one million basis, so two million dollars of gain. She has a um, million dollar basis. She gets the million dollar exemption. So now Amy's going to owe a million dollars of capital gains taxed at the 43.4% rate, not the 23.8%. And then her heirs will get the Step up in basis after she pays the tax. So um, that's what's going on. This is, like I said, a major shocker. Um, there's two taxes now. Death. If you have gains of over a million bucks, you're going to have a higher capital gains tax rate instead of it being 23.4. It's going to be 43. Point, sorry, 23.8. It's going to be 43.4. And if your estate is above what probably is about three and a half million, the rumor is that the State tax exemption will be reduced from the 11.7 million per taxpayer to about 3.5 million. So, if your state is more than the 3.5 million, you're going to owe a lot of taxes. The estate tax rate's 40%, and you're going to owe a capital gains tax rate as well. So, you can be ex- expected if you are you know a relatively wealthy person to owe a lot of taxes on death. Now, again, I understand what's going on here. Right, we got to pay for COVID. For stimulus, we got to pay for infrastructure. The issue I have, again, is a million dollars, I think, is low. I really do. I think with the way assets are being appreciated, you're not just targeting the rich. There's lots of middle class that have a million dollars of built in gains in homes. There will be an exemption for primary residents of up to $500,000 if you're married, uh, filing jointly. So there will be some exemption for a primary residence. But again, people do have appreciated assets in their business farming, vacation homes, stocks, and uh, other assets that will be subject, potentially if it's over a million dollars, to a 43.4% tax, plus if the estate is over three and a half million, a 40% tax uh, as well. So it's going to be uh, a game changer. So let's get some statistics here. More than two thirds of U.S. families have some unrealized capital gains, according to the Federal Reserve. But most would be covered by the million dollar exemption for families in the top 10 percent with a median net worth of two point six million. The, med- the median unrealized gains are five hundred nineteen thousand. The Biden proposal would obviously blow up uh, several long standing tax cons- uh, tax concepts, uh, including lower capital gains tax rates uh, than ordinary income, uh, which has been kind of a staple of the tax system for many, many years, right? Capital gains rates are taxed at a lower rate than ordinary income rates. Highest ordinary income rates uh, as of today is 37%. Highest capital gains tax rate is 23.8%. So uh, obviously, that's the way the system works. It's encouraging people to transact, to invest, and to sell, which you know makes the financial economy run. So increasing capital gains tax, the argument is, hey, it could put a clog in the economy engine and slow things down, which could potentially have a devastating effect. We don't know. We haven't seen capital gain increases like this since the 50s. Um, so it's going to be some uncharted territory. Again, I'm not sure this will pass. Um, there's going to be um, some, even some pushback from from moderate Democrats uh, Assumably, the Republicans will all be against it. So if President Biden's able to get this through, it's going to have to be through uh, some type of reconciliation uh, package um, where it will pay for itself and, and and be part of like an infrastructure package. But it still needs to get through. I'm not sure it will. Uh, I do think capital gains rates will go up. Uh, I'm not sure uh, the step up in basis will happen at the million dollar exemption. Maybe it will. Maybe they'll increase the million dollar exemption. Um, the estate tax, I do think there is a good chance that that 11.7 will be dropped probably at about three and a half to 5 million. Um, so that's going to happen. Um, and, and this is, uh, a really, really, uh, monumental tax proposal that probably hasn't happened, um, in many, many years. And it's probably the biggest, um, I would say the biggest bombshell, uh, to our taxing system, uh, that I remember. Okay, So again, this is huge. If you have more than a million dollars of gains, you're going to be looking at potentially 43.4% tax plus an estate tax at a lower um, exemption level of potentially $3.5 million. Okay, Interesting. Let's talk about Canada. I I was born in Canada, so I know a little bit about how the system works. They don't have an estate tax. Basically, when you die, you have deemed capital gains. 25% pretty much on all your assets. There are some exemptions for primary residents, unlimited actually, but it's essentially a deemed capital gain on all your assets. Okay? What Biden wants to do is he wants to kind of do that. Deem capital gain, he gives you the million dollar exemption, but if your assets are over a million bucks, instead of paying 23.4, 23.8, you're going to be paying 43.4. So Canada where the flat capital gains tax rate is 25% no matter if you have a $1 million dollars, 100 million dollars or 1000 bucks plus no estate tax. In the U.S., they want to tax you over a million bucks at 43.4 and impose an estate tax, of potentially 40% tax on, a, on estates over three and a half million or so. Now it's 11.7, but there obviously uh, has been a lot of chatter of that being reduced. So according to the Tax Foundation, by historical standards, Biden's plan to tax unrealized gains on death and levy these state tax at the same time is unique. Traditionally, a state tax law has allowed a step up in bases, as I talked about, of transferred assets, so that they were not hit by a capital gains tax and an estate tax at the same time. Listen to this: combining both tax results and a tax and a total tax liability of 61 million. So, if you have about 100 million dollars of assets, they estimate that you're going to pay about 61 million dollars in taxes if Biden's able to get his increase, capital gains tax rate of over a million bucks, no step up in basis and a lower estate tax threshold of the three and a half million bucks. You're looking at about 61% tax. Crazy, right? Um, That's been my issue. It's kind of like a triple tax, right? You already pay tax on that income. Yes, the unappreciated gains have not been. Okay. So if you buy Apple stock, 1999 for a hundred thousand bucks and now it's worth 5 million. Yes. You haven't sold it. So you are not paying tax on those gains, right? It hasn't been a capital transaction. When you die, there would be a step up in basis. And then there would be an estate tax if you have over $11.7 million. Biden wants to force you into paying tax, deem capital gains tax on death, no step up in basis, over a million dollars, you're paying 43.4. So Pretty crazy stuff. Plus, obviously, that estate tax if your assets are over that's that set threshold. So uh, when would tax be due? Pretty much right away, right next year. That's the idea. There would be some exceptions to the no step up basis. Taxes on appreciation of certain family businesses would likely be due upon sale. They're no, no longer family owned or operated. And, Mr. and Biden would also allow 15 year fixed rate payment plan. For the taxes tied to some other illiquid assets, potentially even like family farms, so there may be some wiggle room there, but but nothing uh, that's prevalent across the board. What happens if one spouse is a couple as an investment assets below the million, and the spouse die, the first spouse dies? Well, the idea is potentially the unused portion of the exemption would likely be portable to the other spouse, so there could be you know a million and a half or even up to a two million dollar exemption if the other spouse didn't have any. Uh, you know, assets with built-in gains. Um, there, there will be some record-keeping issues, obviously, if this thing gets passed. You know, you have to figure out what you paid for something 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, yeah, tax records are better today than they were in the 70s, but it's still going to be problematic. So how do you get around this stuff? So there's, there's two ways, really. Obviously, <laughs> I'm in the retirement world, self record retirement world. Like, This is going to be a boom for our industry, right? The retirement... Assets will not be subject to this deemed capital gains uh, of over a million bucks and the 43.4% retirement assets will not be subject to this tax. It will not be counted as part of the million dollar exemption for capital gains. So you can have $100 in a hundred million dollars in an IRA and you're not going to, and you die. It will be in your estate, but it won't be subject to the also the deemed capital gains rate. Um, especially if if over a million bucks you're going to be paying the the forty three uh 4, uh rate versus the twenty three point eight so uh it's going to be um you know a big 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 advantage to have retirement assets um and and it's just a double edged sword. It's like i i really am not a big fan of this uh proposal uh kind of this deem um gain no step up in basis, pay tax uh, on uh, the built-in gains, and if it's over a million, forty-three point four, not what I think would be a good tax policy, but it would be really good for the retirement industry. Why? More and more people are going to get smart and say, "Hey, the more I have in retirement funds, especially Roth IRAs, I'm going to get around um, this this capital gains tax. Even if I have two million dollars in a Roth IRA or an IRA, I'm not going to be paying." this this higher 40% capital gains rate. I'll be paying my ordinary income tax rate on ordinary income distributions. And if I have a Roth IRA, which will be the cream of the crop tax strategy, I'll pay no tax, right? It will be part of my state. So I'm going to have to worry about that if I have right now 11.7 or if the exemption goes down to 3.5. I'm going to have to worry about that. I may have to pay some estate tax on that, but I'm not going to be worried about the increased capital gains tax rate of 43.4 if I have over a million dollars. The next thing you should learn about is called a SWAT. Spousal Lifetime Access Trust. Uh, well, Actually, it's called a SLAT. Sorry. <laughs> um, the SLAT, and actually I've done, I'm actually working on one of these and a bunch of my friends and colleagues are also doing this. This is great if you have a business or appreciated assets uh, you're married trust your spouse and this is a great way to protect your assets from creditors and also get your assets out of your estate for estate tax purposes so slots basically an irrevocable trust one spouse establishes for the benefit of the other and then the other spouse establishes it for the benefit of the other if properly structured the assets in the slot are not taxable in either spouse's estate and are and are not available to either spouse's creditors but they are available to use, you know, during your lifetime. So let's say you have a business worth 20 million bucks. Okay. And you each have $11.7 million exemption, just giving you a round number. You basically say, okay, I'm going to play with maybe 50, 60% of the business. I'm going to contribute, um, you know, to the slat, uh, spousal lifetime access trust. Um, I'm going to give it to my spouse. Uh, my spouse will get back to me. We'll have two slats and I'll get that, business out of my estate, it will be an irrevocable trust. But when I sell the business, all the appreciated assets will go into the slat. It won't be part of my estate. So if my business is valued at 20 million now, but I think it'll be worth 50 million in 10 years, I'm going to use that $11.7 million exemption today, which is going away and it's not coming back for a long time. So I need to take advantage of it this year. I'm going to dump my business into the slat um, I'm going to sell it. All those assets are going to be outside of my state. They're going to go into the slot. I can still use those assets in my life as long as I structure it properly with my spouse. Um, and when I die, you know, my spouse will get used to it, will get used to it, use of it, and then we'll go to my kids. And if I pull money out, I'm going to pay capital gains or income, no matter what, basically based off the character of that income. Um, I will take advantage of the fact that I'm. Getting use of this 11.7 million dollar exemption, whereas in next year, if the exemption drops to three and a half, and I sell my business for 20 million dollars of gains, guess what? I'm a million dollar exemption. I'm now paying 19 million dollars of gains, let's say, at 43.4 percent, whereas now all of it's going to be going to the slat. Uh, yeah, I will be paying the same. Uh, I will be paying capital gains rate, but it's going to be out of my estate so I won't be paying uh, estate tax as well. So I'm going to save the estate tax. I'm still going to be dealing with capital gains, but I'm going to save the estate tax. So it's an interesting strategy. If you are in a situation where you can take advantage of the slats, you should think about it. Basically, you have a a business that you think will appreciate married, trust your spouse, uh, or some other appreciated assets. You can also work in getting like discounted valuations, making sure obviously the business is valued less than that 11.7 11.7 or the 20 um you know 3.4 11.7 times 2 um take advantage of that now when it, it's still around dump the assets into the slat and have them grow outside your estate which is the key cuz estate taxes are taxed at 40% and the exemption uh will drop so uh obviously retirement funds um if you're listening to this or watching this you're probably interested in saving for retirement or uh, interested in self-directed investments, or focused on building your your retirement portfolio in a tax-favored account, so you're you're well ahead of the game. You're in a good place. Keep pushing more assets into retirement funds. You're going to see more movement into defined benefit plans to set up ways to generate deductions. Right? If it's if the million-dollar exemption is based off AGI, if you can get a sixty-thousand-dollar deduction, or potentially two hundred-thousand-dollar deduction for using a DB plan cash balance, combo 401k, um, you're going to do it because you're going to get the deduction, hopefully standard, the million dollar AGI for the capital gain, $1 million, 43.4% tax, get the deduction, have the money grow in a retirement account and not be subject to that million dollar exemption. So it's a double whammy, double benefit because you reduce your taxable income. <clears throat> so you're not subject to that million dollar uh, limit, which triggers the 43.4% tax. Plus, your money's growing in a retirement account, and it will not be subject to the 43.4% tax uh, on death. It would be subject to a state tax, but not the 43.4% on death. So basically, Biden's taking what Canada's doing, where there's a deemed capital gain transaction on death, but he's giving you that million dollar exemption. So if you're under the million dollars, just to be clear, if you have $500,000 of assets, okay, you don't have to worry about this. This will not apply the Exemption will drop, so if you have other assets and all your estate is under the three and a half million, and and that's what the exemption number is next year, then you're fine. You're cool. There's you're not going to be dealing with anything that's that's different than than today, right? You're not going to pay any state tax. You're have the million dollar exemption, so you're not going to have to worry about paying um, any uh, higher capital gains tax um, on on the On the death uh, capital gains um, transaction, so it's you'll you'll probably have to pay regular capital gains because there will not be uh, there'll be a deemed capital gain. That's seemingly what the structure of the Biden proposal suggests that everyone's going to get a deemed capital gain. But if it's over if you have over a million dollars, it's taxed at a higher capital gain tax rate. Versus if you have under a million bucks, you're going to pay a lower capital gains tax rate, but it still will be an additional tax that you wouldn't have to pay today. That's seemingly what the rule suggests, um, but we'll see. There'll be more uh, information as as we um, uh, learn more, uh, I will report. But um, the step-up in basis is big at death. It's a huge uh, part of our... Capital gains, the state tax structure, uh, it was actually part of the Revenue Act of 1921. So it's really 100 years we've been dealing with step up and basis of death. Uh, it saves taxpayers more than $40 billion a year, according to the Congressional Joint Committee on Taxation. So the Biden proposal will take back a bunch of that. Um, so it's, it seems, again, that um, over a million bucks, you're dealing with the 43.4% um, deemed capital gain um under a million dollars um it's it's unclear is if a tax would apply or not um is it a deemed capital gains to get that step up in basis or is there no capital gains if you have under a million bucks at death it's a little bit unclear um but um we'll learn more so bottom line is there's um a lot more that will be reported but this is a a major major tax announcement it's you know, a shocker, especially for the wealthy that have more than um, you know $7 million in, in built-in gains, especially estates over 10 million bucks. Um, this is a doozy. You're going to need to think about the slats. You're going to have to be focused on putting more in retirement funds. Uh, you won't be able to escape uh, estate tax for retirement funds, but you will be able to escape the potential deemed capital gains of 43.4% on uh, your assets. So um, I I would call a tax, (laughs) a trust estate lawyer. um, If you feel like you have appreciated assets, you feel like you have an estate that's gonna be worth more than three and a half to seven million bucks. And the estate includes your home, all assets you own. You should really talk to someone um, because uh, these are monster tax changes that will have huge, huge implications for you and your family for many years to come. I don't think we'll be seeing a high exemption uh, for some time. Again, no guarantee. All this gets passed, right? It's gotta. He doesn't. He's not going to get sixty votes, so he's going to need to do it through the reconciliation uh, to just get the simple majority. But there are Democratic or at least mo- some moderate moderate Democrat senators that um, have at least expressed some reservation about the uh, scope. Of the tax increases, right? It's one thing to go from a max capital gains rate of 23.8 to maybe 26 or 27, but to go from 23.8 to 43.4, yeah, he's giving you the million dollar exemption, but you know, we've had significant inflation this year. Uh, homes increased you know, over 25% in many communities. Um, more and more people are going to have a million dollars plus of potential gains, right? And if the Million dollar thresholds includes capital gains in that year. So again, you made $100,000 a year. You sold your business for $1.2 million, your plumbing business, your consulting business. So now you're over that million dollar exemption. So do you now owe 43.4% capital gains tax on on that amount, the amount over the million dollars? It seems that way. Now, if you die and you have um, assets with a built-in gain uh, over a million bucks, what happens? right? It seems that the million dollar exemption will limit your capital gains. So if you have less than a million dollars of built-in gains at death, you will not pay any deemed capital gains and you should not have an estate tax if your uh, state value is less than that three and a half or, or seven, if you're, if you're using it. Um, but we don't know. Uh, it seems that if you have less than a million dollars assets at death, there's no deemed capital gains. Not sure. We'll learn more. Um, it's the exemption uh, should stop any capital gains tax for built-in assets valued less than a million. But if you have over a million of built-in gains at death, you're going to be paying 43.4 on the on the amount pl- over the million, plus potentially a 40% estate tax. It's a doozy. So I will uh, report back when I learn more. Again, that's the way it seems as of now. Million dollar exemption, deemed capital gains at death, uh over a million, 43.4%, plus estate tax if you're over the threshold, under a million at death, um, no deemed capital gains if you have built-in assets, uh gains of less than a million bucks, no deemed capital gains tax, but potentially an estate tax if your assets are above that threshold. That's kind of what it seems. Um it's 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 big, it's 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 a doozy. Check out SLATS, Spousal Lifetime Access Trust. They are an amazing, amazing opportunity to take advantage of the $11.7 million exemption. You can put away uh, appreciated assets into a trust, get them out of your estate, which is the key, right? You want to save that 40% estate tax. You may not be able to save the um, deemed capital gains on those assets. It's unclear, Um, but it should because if the income goes to the trust, Um, It's not your income. The trust pays tax on it. So it should get you out of that um, $1,000,000, that 43.4% tax as well. But again, some of that stuff's a little bit unclear, but that's the play. Get it out of the estate. Get it out of the 43.4% because it's not um, part of your $1,000,000 of AGI since the trust owns the business and not you. Uh, And then obviously retirement funds. The more you have in retirement funds, the more... Uh, you will be able to take advantage of uh, deferral compounded returns and potentially get out of that deemed capital gains million dollar exemption. Would not apply to retirement funds, so no 43.4% tax. So you can have $10 million of built in gains in an IRA or a million or three million or six million, and that 43.4% wouldn't happen, it would not uh, trigger it, but it would uh, be part of your state. So it's something to keep in mind. Otherwise, no, I threw a lot of tax stuff. I know I get. Uh, a little bit excited about this stuff. Not in a good way. I'm not for, I'm not a big fan of the estate tax. I understand some super rich people maybe have to pay. We need some of the money. I understand COVID infrastructure. I wish they would increase that million dollar uh, threshold to 10. And I think I would keep the uh, 11.7 million uh, exemption. Um, maybe you want to reduce it to seven or six or eight, but going down to three and a half is just the way inflation, the way assets have appreciated over the year. I think it's a big mistake. My big issue is the increased capital gains of over a million because it's going to stop people um, from selling businesses. It's going to influence people. And taxes should not influence business decisions. Taxes should be neutral. You should not make business decisions based off income tax. It's crazy. Um that's why I think honestly capital gains and ordinary income rates should be the same rate if I was president every the max rate would be twenty three point eight percent that's the way I would do it there shouldn't be no difference um i think you you would be able to i would get rid of a bunch of deductions and I would keep the tax rate uh the max tax rate much lower same as capital gains and I would not let taxation influence business decisions. You should make business decisions that are in the best interest of your business your shareholders your employees not what makes tax sense. So I think good tax policy should be tax neutral. That's what I've always believed. And I think that's what should be the case. So I don't think this is going to create tax neutrality. Uh, I think this is a problem. Um, Again, I'm okay with rich people paying tax. I got no issue with that. Uh, The million dollar exemption is low, right? Think about the person that bought Tesla stock in 2000 and 19 and now it's 2040 and assuming this ta- this tax policy still in place and there's over a million dollars of gains that person was a good investor so we're punishing them for not for saving for not selling and now that person is going to pay 43.4% on on their biggest savings on their greatest asset i think that's harsh uh i think it's an arbitrary number why million and not 1.5 or 900 or 2 million it's an arbitrary number um, and I think it's going to hurt the economy. So that's just my two cents. Uh, but again, on the flip side, it's going to be a boon for the retirement industry, which is going to be great for, for me and my clients. So I'm happy that way, but not happy because uh, I think it will have a detrimental effect on our economy. Um, I do. So there you have it. That's my take. It's been a long one. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't bore you guys with tax policies and estate plans and capital gains, but it's important. People understand a lot of people don't realize that there's an estate tax And this is also going to impose a deemed capital gains on assets over a million bucks. So there'll be a double tax and no step up in basis, okay? So the idea is if you have under a million bucks, you're not going to pay this tax on the the 43.4%, but you're still not getting the step up in basis. So eventually your heirs are going to pay tax on that. So he's going to strip the step up in basis. He's going to impose a capital gains tax if you have over a million dollars of, of appreciated assets of 43.4, plus you're going to get a 40% estate tax on assets over whatever that threshold is or limit of, let's say, three and a half. So um, he's getting rid of the step up in basis, adding a 43.4% tax over a million bucks and getting rid of the estate tax. Triple whammy. It's the Biden estate tax shocker. So there you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, appreciate it. Keep subscribing, keep watching, Keep listening. Love you guys. Appreciate the support. Stay safe. Talk to everyone again next week.